Good evening and welcome to the Champaign City Council study session for September 27th, 2022. We have a pride proclamation and I would ask that Councilmember Fulmer and Gladney join me down front along with some of our city staff and other representatives. Thank you for being here. You guys are all tall, so <laughs> you're good. Um, yeah, right. Um, so I have a proclamation, whereas in 1969, an event referred to as the Stonewall Uprising began the national movement and the modern fight for LGBTQ plus rights, which has since spread throughout the world over the past 53 years. And whereas in 1971, a group of LGBTQ plus University of Illinois students formed the organization, the Gay Liberation Front, now known as the Gender and Sexuality Resource Center. And whereas since 1972, the cities of Urbana and Champaign have been at the forefront, both in the state of Illinois and nationwide of protecting the rights of LGBTQ plus individuals by prohibiting the discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation and gender identity. And whereas the cities of Champaign and Urbana and the county of Champaign have a rich and diverse history of LGBTQ plus representation in our government leaders, staff, and citizens. And whereas the Uniting Pride Up Center of Champaign County was founded in 2009 as an organization and advocate for the equality, wellness, advocacy, and visibility of the LGBTQ plus communities in Champaign County. And whereas from September 24th through October 2nd, 2022, Champaign-Urbana's annual Pride Week will host events throughout our community offering opportunities to learn, engage, and show support for our friends and neighbors. And whereas the centerpiece of these nine days of social and educational events is this community's participation in the Pride Fest and Parade in downtown Urbana on Saturday, October 1st. Now, therefore, we, Deborah Frank Finan and Diane Wolf Marlin, mayors of the cities of Champaign and Urbana, and Darlene Kleppel, Champaign County Executive, do hereby proclaim the week of September 24th through October 2nd 2022 as LGBTQ plus Pride Week in the cities of Champaign and Urbana and the county of Champaign, Illinois. Thank you all. And do you want to tell us just a little bit about what's going on for Pride? I'm putting it on the spot, but you get to advertise. Sure. Oh boy. Um, okay. I'm Martha Mills. I'm the president of the board of Uniting Pride of Champaign County. Um, we have educational and entertaining events all week long. Um, if you go to our website, unitingpride.org, you can find a list of events and everything that you need to know is on there. <laughs> thank you all and thank you, Chris Kester, for all of your help.
All right, and I understand I am throwing it right over to you, Jeff. All right, thank you. Good evening, Mayor and Council. My name is Jeff Hamilton. I serve as the Communications Manager for the City of Champaign. And the purpose of tonight's study session is to review staff's recommendations to accomplish a council key project and seek council feedback and direction on how to proceed with a community branding and marketing campaign. As you know, last December, the City Council adopted your council goals for the 2021-2023 council term, which included the key project that we're discussing tonight. That key project is on the screen, which is to develop and implement a comprehensive marketing campaign to promote Champaign's positive attributes and strengthen community pride. For the benefit of our viewers, let me start by explaining what we mean by community marketing or branding. It's important to know that a brand is more than just a logo. A logo is a unique identifier, and it will be a piece of our brand, but a brand is really what people think about when they think about our city, Champaign. So a branding campaign needs to be authentic, has to be unique, and it has to accurately reflect the spirit of our community. It has to resonate with our residents, be attractive and meaningful, um, and it could also be used uh, to, to market to visitors, to businesses here, or that might consider coming here, and to our current stakeholders. The marketing campaign that we're talking about is not to be confused with the city's brand or the city logo. This campaign will promote the, the Champaign community, not the Champaign government. So here's some examples of logos that are probably quite readily identifiable. Um, and they, they all mean something when you see them, right? They, they speak to what, what that city is about. And they, they've stood the test of time in many cases here. So how do you go about marketing a community? And what are some of the benefits of doing so? As with any marketing, whether you're selling a product or a service, you first need to identify what your target audience is. And we're suggesting that our audience is definitely our residents, because that's right there in the council goal. You want to promote community pride. But also, we're recommending visitors. We can you know, attract people to our community, tourists or people who may be looking to a, a new community to move to. And then businesses to spur economic development. Uh, the, the marketing tools are as, as wide as, as anything you've ever seen. We've all, we're all, we see these ads every day, right? Websites, digital ads, social media, TV and radio, billboards, promotional giveaway items, shirts, vehicle wraps, signs, banners, you name it, you can put your brand on it and it becomes part of your, uh, your identity or to promote your community. So what are the benefits of marketing your community? Uh, you identified some of them in your, in your council goal, community pride, uh, reinforcing Champagne's identity, boosting tourism, and spurring economic development. So I'd like to share with Council staff's recommendations that we use available one-time funds to secure the services of a professional marketing firm to assist with this key project. The Council has already approved in the current year budget a $140,000 allotment of one-time funds to fund a two-year pilot project, and that's what we're, um, we've been working towards and what we wanted to get your input on tonight. 
Uh, our recommendation is that we would use those funds to uh, hire a professional marketing firm with the knowledge and expertise to develop the kind of a campaign that we know needs to happen in order to be effective and to deliver on uh, what you want to accomplish. Uh, professional firms have the knowledge and expertise that city staff just don't have. Uh, they will handle the engagement and research also. Of course, they're great at branding and marketing, uh, the strategies to make all that happen, graphic design, placing the, the ad buys, buying the billboards and the digital ads, and then monitoring that, helping us to tweak the campaign to make sure that we're going to meet our campaign objectives, which we'll talk about here in just a few minutes. To select that marketing firm, we're recommending that we use a request for proposals process to ensure a competitive procurement. Um, as you're familiar, we receive the proposals. Staff, a staff committee will review all those proposals, determine which ones are the best, probably talk with a couple of finalists to, to get a better idea of what their proposals are, ask questions, and then um, bring, eventually, a contract to the council to review. And at that time, we'll, we'll update you on what our process was like, how many proposals were received, and why we thought that that vendor was, was the, the, uh, the one that we should do business with. And uh, of course, we'll make sure that any company that we do business with will, will comply with our Equal Opportunity and Purchasing Ordinance and our Champagne Diversity Advancement Program. So the recommended process, uh, some of the action steps that we would recommend that we go through are first started uh, using that RFP to, fire, to hire a professional marketing firm who will then engage in a comprehensive community engagement uh, outreach effort uh, probably including a public survey. We would recommend using focus groups with a diverse range of our community stakeholders so that we can make sure that we're really connecting with those who are probably already doing some of this business. I'm sure we can all think of some of those that visit Champaign County, the partnership, um, 40 North, uh, EDC, uh, the university. All of those partners would, would need to have a voice to help us to make sure we're doing this right. Um, the vendor would then take all that input that they've received from the public and from the stakeholders and develop a, a branding campaign, a couple of ideas, so that we would have something to look at and to, to choose from and, and to refine. And then what we're recommending is that we would then bring that back to council for your review and feedback before moving forward. Once council provides us feedback, and if that you know, is to move forward, uh, we would then work with the vendor who would develop that marketing campaign. We've got the brand. How do we get the brand out there to reach our audiences and to reach our goals? So they would develop that campaign, that marketing campaign, launch the campaign and manage it. Um, and together with the, with the vendor staff would then monitor that campaign to make sure it's effective. Are we reaching the audiences that we want to? Do, do we have any gaps? Do we need to make some adjustments? And um, again, that's part of what a professional firm can help us to, to achieve. And then when we're all done with that, remember this was a two-year pilot project is what we're, we're suggesting here. Uh, we'll, bring, we'll do an, an analysis of that, see how it went, um, and then uh, update the council on, on that and get some feedback as to what should we do now. Do we want to continue it? Do we want to expand it? Do we want to change it? Um, so the two-year pilot would, would give us enough time to get the campaign out there to, to give it some legs and to see how it's working. So the branding campaign, as I said, has to be strong, it has to be authentic, and it has to connect with our residents. It also has to be flexible enough that it can be used for several different purposes. 
like tourism. To ensure the success of the campaign, we first need to clearly identify what those campaign objectives are. And so staff has prepared some draft campaign objectives that are on the screen here for your uh, consideration um, so that we can be very clear in the RFP when it goes out as to what the firm is responsible for accomplishing uh, through this project. And those uh, draft object objectives are to promote Champaign as a wonderful place in which to live, learn, work, visit, and explore, to identify and promote what makes Champaign unique and appealing to residents, businesses, and visitors, to develop an authentic branding campaign that resonates with residents and stakeholders, strengthen the pride residents have in calling Champaign home, and promote Champaign as an ideal community for individuals, families, travelers, and businesses looking for a place to visit, live, or locate. So once the request for proposals goes out and the, and the deadline is passed, the proposals will be received and reviewed by a staff committee who will score each RFP in order to identify the proposal that best meets the needs of the city. Um, this includes scoring the, the proposals objectively and again, probably calling in finalists um, to, to answer questions and to present their proposals so we can have a really better idea of what they're um, presenting to us. Uh, when we're analyzing that RFP, some of the criteria that we probably would use to, to evaluate that would be their knowledge of the Champaign community. You know, a local firm, fantastic. They're gonna, they're gonna do great. They're gonna know a lot about the community. But it is, you know, we're, we're expecting we would get proposals from out of town, maybe out of state firms as well. Did they do their homework? Do they know about our community? What do they know about our community? Um, so we'll have that in there. Uh, proposed engagement strategy. How do they want to reach, how do they recommend that we reach out to the public? What's worked for them? What, what do they recommend that we, we do to be successful in, in getting public engagement? Um, their experience creating branding campaigns for places, their timeline, their budget, their ability to meet our workforce participation goals, and if they're complying with our CDAP requirements and equal opportunity purchasing ordinance. So this project is a significant and meaningful one, and it will take time to properly gather community input and to do this right. Staff has put together a tentative timeline for accomplishing this project, and that's shown here on the screen. I won't read all of those, but if we were uh, pending council direction, if we were to move forward, uh, we would hope to get the request for proposals out in November, start to analyze those uh, and select a vendor in January, bring that back to council, and uh, begin public engagement in the spring. Hopefully having a marketing campaign that we can implement uh, by late summer. So thank you for the opportunity to present uh, an overview of our recommendations concerning this project, and I'd be happy to address any questions and receive council's directions on how to proceed. Questions, anybody down here? Anybody at this end? Councilmember Pamfetti. Thank you, Your Honor, and thank you, Jeff. Um, I appreciate um, the presentation and um, you coming to council with um, this uh, presentation, which reflects our council goals. Um, for me, you know, I, I really like this idea of um, getting the the branding and getting um, this as as it reflects our community. Um, for me, the thoughts that were going through my head as I was reading the the document was there are several organizations, and you mentioned them in your own um, presentation, that do a lot of um, the same sort of things in terms of 
um, helping our community, you know, to attract people to want to live here, to want to visit here. So I guess I wanted a little bit more information of how we might be looking at um, making sure that we are doing things that are unique enough or that we are like focusing on things that we are not overlapping or how are we really going to be utilizing their strengths and building this out so that we aren't duplicating efforts and that we are um, using this funding to basically make things more robust so that the things that we are doing are you know amplifying the things that they're doing and not just kind of like like recycling kind of the things that are already really great about some of the things that VCC is doing or the partnership is doing or 40 North is doing. Um, for me, you know, I'm thinking about how can we really just synergize all this and, and making sure that the dollars that we're spending are really going to make a fantastic um, program for us. Sure. So the... Um the stakeholders and the focus groups, the, the sit-down meetings where we can have meaningful discussions and question and answers with our stakeholders would absolutely, in my opinion, include VCC, EDC, the other partners that I mentioned. And um, that's to get their input on, on you know, what, what they've had success with, what they're doing, so that we can um, complement what, what's being done already. Um, but I think it's important to remember, and, and for the public, that Visit Champaign County is a countywide organization that promotes the county and the, the idea of this campaign would be to promote Champaign specifically. So um, there's certainly some overlap there, but we would, we would want to work in partnership with them, not in competition by any means, because um, we would both have the same goals to get people to come and enjoy our community. We just want them on this side of Wright Street, right? So um, uh, working effectively with them, getting their input at the table during those focus groups is going to be a very important part of this project. Anyone else? Councilmember Palmer. Oh, do you have another one, Councilmember? I, I just wanted to ask, as um, would the school district be another stakeholder? Because I guess for me, sometimes um, I think there are people that are interested in knowing, um, you know, if they're coming here, what the schools or or what, why would they want to come here if they have families? Yes, of course. So our public schools are, are an incredibly important part of our community and why people may choose to move here, right? So uh, I've developed just a short list of, of, of those. I'll add, Unit 4 is on there already, but Parkland and the University of Illinois, um, uh, the Black Chamber of Commerce, the, the, the Chamber of Commerce, the, the Partnership, um, I think about the only ones that maybe I hadn't mentioned, the Park District also. So I think, I mean, we all have the same goals of making our community a wonderful place to be, and we, we all have a story to tell, so we need to connect with them and, and hear what, what they're currently doing so that we can complement what they're doing. Councilman Palmer. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for your presentation. Um, can you talk a little bit about um, how this is different or perhaps similar to uh, the Heart of It All campaign that um, was recently? Sure. Out? Sure. So the Heart of It All campaign, uh, and I know Xander from the partnership is here, but that was a grant that the city provided to the Champion Center Partnership last summer. Uh, and because we were just coming out of COVID and we knew that our local businesses, particularly in the downtown, campus town, midtown districts were, um, they had suffered, right? Um, during the, during the, 
they, during COVID. And so uh, that campaign was really focused on making, uh, making it known, promoting, that uh, downtown Champaign is open for business. Campus Town welcomes you. Midtown is, is ready. There's businesses, there's restaurants, there's activities, fun. It's a destination things to do. So that was, um, that was a pretty short campaign. And it was, but it was, it was very focused on, on, on those business districts. And so this would be a much broader community campaign to promote all the, all the great things that there are to do across Champaign and not those business districts specifically. Included, but not just those. Anyone else? Council Member Gladney. Thank you. Thank you for your presentation. So, um, so in here you talk about at the end of the two-year trial period that uh, there'll be an evaluation and the word here used here is effectiveness of the marketing campaign. I guess, and I don't know how answerable this is at the moment, but how, what are the metrics that we're going to be using to determine the success of this campaign? That's a great question and something that you know, our marketing firm will, will be um, able to help us with. But there's lots of metrics in digital campaigns that can be, can be tracked, right? So hits, how many people ended up, I, I anticipate we probably would have a new tourism branding, branded website kind of a thing for our, for our city, for Champaign. So how many visitors came to that? Um, other things could be, we could try to m make some determinations based off of, you know, hotel, motel occupancies, those kinds of things for visitors. But as far as, uh, you know, residential pride and stuff, that'll be a little, little harder to, to, to measure from, a, you know, in a metric. Um, but I guess we're hopeful that it would just start to start to appear on our on our on the faces of our residents that they they the talk and and the conversations and the feelings and the way people express themselves about our city would would be positive and, and maybe reflective of of our community goals. Thank you. Anyone else? Okay, I had a I had a couple, and thank you. I, um, for doing all the work leading into this. I think um, it's similar to Councilmember P.M. Fetty. I, I think I want some clarity around how we're going to work with the partners who have already done a, ni a nice job of creating the marketing that we benefit from. So I, I know that they're countywide. We have, you know, EDC and VCC have been great partners, though. And so, like, when we talk about City of Champaign tourism, which I know is in addition to what they're already doing, is there maybe an option in this RFP where we are, I don't know, for an additional page on the VCC website or their website says if you're interested in just City of Champaign, go here. I mean, and can we try to coordinate look and feel in a way that you're not like you're here for one and you're here for another, but that it looks like we're actually working together because we really are <laughs> on those those bigger things. Is, is that our... Is that the level that you're thinking about as we talk about bringing them to the table? Well, so they, they will have their own 
you know, they run their own website, right? So right. we can certainly approach them with that, uh, that recommendation. We, during COVID, we all worked together uh, across the community in, in new ways that we had never done before uh, with, with safety and health messaging and those kinds of things, right? And, and Visit Champaign County and the EDC, um, Champaign and Urbana and the pu and public health were at the forefront of doing that and, and working together and pulling in other partners to do that. Um, so we could absolutely, you know, have those discussions with some of these partners and, and try to make sure that uh, if they're not hosting our logo or something, that at least that they could have that, uh, that link back to us. And I was just on uh, like EDC's website today and, you know, City of Champaign has got a link on their website already, right? And they're already talking and promoting our community because, you know, they're in the business of promoting um, businesses. They're promoting the Champaign-Urbana community. We want to promote more specifically the, the city of Champaign. Um, but again, we want to work in tandem and complementary with them, not in not in competition. Uh, we aren't looking to, you know, um, take anything from them. We want to work in partnership with them. And you know, if we have a nice branding campaign um, that that they also feel good about, then, then I would hope that they would want to include that on their site, even if it's as simple as learn more about Champagne here with, our, with whatever our branded logo is. So, but that could also be true of any of our other partners. You know, there's a lot, all the students that come to the University of Illinois every year, right? Can we, have we ever sold our city to the university parents and students? I, I don't, I, I know we can do better. Um, the same would be true with, with uh, you know, Parents who are maybe considering moving to this town uh, to, to Councilmember Pianfetti's question, um, would Unit 4 work with us to provide information about our community, specifically Champaign, and, you know, provide that link, and then we can bounce people to our site where we can tell our story and let them know uh, why Champaign is where they, they want to, to come to live and to educate their family. Um, so I think working in partnership with, with those agencies is is very important and a shared goal that we should all have because we would have that that same opportunity. So the the logo and branding piece, um, you said in in your um, presentation that it's sort of separate from city government. Um, while you while you were talking, sorry, while you were talking, I looked at city of Chicago um, because the logo that you put in your documentation, which is sort of the, I don't know, tourism city, like that's the logo you think about, like I want to go see a show in, you know, downtown or something, is also really their city logo. If you go to their city website, it's the same. Um, and so I guess I would uh, be interested in w the possibility of do we need a refresh generally of our city logo and could this i i think it's confusing to have lots of messages about what the city of champaign is so could a logo that is about who we are as a city also be the logo that is on our website i don't know i'm just wondering if that's a possibility and how i guess how much leeway the the entities that are going to bid on the RFP will have to sort of 
give us some advice and create, like, I'm not a marketing expert. All I can do is ask questions about it. So my question is, how tight is this RFP, and will there be room for us to sort of explore different opportunities? So the RFP will be written to be flexible. Um, so unlike a bid where, you know, this is the exact truck with the models and whatever else we yeah. want and the low, low, low price, the low, low responsible bidder wins, uh, a request for proposals gives us a lot more flexibility to determine which proposal best meets the needs of our city. Now we have to, we have to set those vendors up for success by identifying what we want, um, which is why we, we've drafted some, uh, some campaign goals and stuff. Um, if, if the council is interested in replacing the city corporate logo that we use for, you know, on our letterhead and those kind and our vehicles, then that would be something that we can absolutely consider based upon uh, if council wants to do that, that's what we'll, we'll do. And, and certainly some communities do have, in, in your case, you pick Chicago, they use that for, for multiple purposes, right? Um, when I was trying to pull those logos up, um, not, not everybody does, and there's different forms of them sometimes. But you know the the, the I Heart NY logo, I know, right? I was thinking that's probably I mean, that's, not on their public works that's, stripe. That's the most uh, <laughs> most iconic one, right? Which is why it was in the middle. But um, I'm I'm absolutely open to that if if that's what council wants to provide direction on considering replacing our corporate logo as well. Uh, we just need to. Uh, at some point, there has to be a distinction for the public when it's the city government that you're promoting or if it's the community that you're promoting. So I think the suggestion there was that this would be that differentiation. Okay. So then I guess the, one of my other questions is, do you know if we have any metrics on the heart of it all campaign? Um, did we even try or even begin to think about that at all? Uh, so we did get a, a report from them uh, at the end of that campaign, which was late last summer. I haven't looked at that in a while, so I don't know if we had number of hits or what kind of metrics were in there. I can look at that and let you know. Okay. Um, but And if not, um, that was a local marketing firm, and I can work with the partnership to see if they have any metrics that they're, they're able to share with us. Okay. Thank you. Um, so I don't know if, if you want to get up so we can allow members of the public? I don't know. Is there anyone in the audience who wishes to address this issue? No. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> For no reason. Uh, any council comments? Councilmember Kyles. I want to thank you for the work that you've done. I know this is something that we've talked about um, at goal setting, so I definitely see, definitely see the connectivity and can appreciate and understand the questions of overlap, making sure that, you know, one of the, our partners that we, you know, well, two of them that we invest in, um, or, or they do as far as promotion. So I, I get the questions and can definitely appreciate that. My comments are more about maybe pushing the envelope a little bit. Um, as you were talking and discussing and people were asking questions, I started thinking about what? Now, hear me out. Um, what is the experience if you live like in Shadowwood, you know, as far as you know, I mean, promotion? And I get the understanding of promoting, but then I started thinking like, man, if you live in like Shadowwood, like, and you see this great like experience. So I see this, this RFP as an, is two, two things. Number one, 
a way to talk about city branding and things along that nature, but also a way to engage and involve groups that technically probably wouldn't be involved. Or what if you live in Country Brook? Or, you know, there are people that go on the website and they come and hey, I'm Country Brook, you know. And so I look for, when I'm looking at evaluating you know the 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 work that's been done. You know, I would um, hope that we would not only engage our traditional partners, um, which all should be engaged, right? But also some of our non-traditional. Um, 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 take a little bit of a, a, a leap to to get some information and understanding that we can use in different ways. So I'm going to be supporting the initiative, understanding the you know. My, fellow colleagues will be asking the other questions and, and putting in the commentary, but mine's just more so to to see, uh, uh, hmm, I'm trying to figure out how to be politically correct, but I can't. But I think you understand what I'm trying to say is that we should be engaging um, not only, you know, our traditional partners, but maybe a few of our non-traditional partners that live in our our community, and uh, you know what what gives um, them pride. You know, if you live, you know, in on Taylor Thomas subdivision, why do you live in sh the city of Champaign? You know, so those are things that I would be looking for as well, uh, and that makes us unique, I think, because most people never do that. You know, they go to certain few places that. You know, and, 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 and that's great. But I think that if we want to continue to bring a community together, a community together and unite a community, it'd be interesting to see um, other people's input as well. Thank you. Anyone else? Um, I would just, um, I guess I, I, I am supportive of this, but I, I would like us to consider the the possibility of maybe the RFP having an alternative on it, so maybe you could do the kind of branding logo piece, but and then the promotion piece as as is separate. And I know I'm throwing it out there, and who knows whether that's even possible. But I, I guess what I would like I'm thinking about our existing partners and the opportunity for them to be a partner on the kind of the bigger promotion piece and making sure that we really are connecting together. Um, maybe they, I mean, I'm sure they have the, the capability on their amazing staffs to do the branding and logo, but that's probably not what they have the time or energy for with everything else they're doing. But, um, but it may, you know, I do, I, what I'm concerned about, I love the idea of, doing this for the city of Champaign, I also want to be mindful of not reinventing the wheel or re trying to rebrand us in a way that somehow scuttles the branding we already have as a region. Um, because I do think, and I'm sure this is some city of Champaign arrogance here, but we are kind of the biggest entity in the Champaign County toolbox. And so when you see those other branding campaigns for a lot of people, what comes to mind is the city of Champaign already. 
Um, even though sometimes you're advertising places that is outside of the city, but um, they think about us. And it's Champaign County, which keys to city of Champaign. And, and so I, I think we, I just want to make sure that we're not kind of going off on a tangent. And I trust you and our other staff that we won't. But I think it's really important that whatever we do, as Councilmember Pianfetti said, amplifies what's already there and that we're working together and not at cross purposes. And I really want to respect the really hard work and amazing work that's going on, particularly with VCC and EDC. I know 40 North and partnership and lots of other entities, the research park are all doing it too. But you know, I know, you know, Carly and Terry are starting a podcast and you know they're working on um, trailing spouses and we've got the ambassadors program and all of those things are helping our community as much as they're helping anywhere else so we don't want to do anything that um, messes with the mojo there uh, so with that I think our poll is direct staff to issue a request for proposals and select professional marketing firm to develop a community branding and marketing campaign as outlined in the report and inclusive of council direction. Council member Fulmer. Yes. 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 And yes, you have direction. Thank you. We are now at the point of our meeting for general audience participation. If you wish to address the council, please step forward, state your name and city of residence. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, council. Um, Urbana resident, lifelong Champagne resident, currently residing in Urbana. You um, need your name, please. Josh Payne. Um, I'm here tonight, uh, first of all, for those anybody who doesn't know me, um, I'm a violence prevention and grassroots intervention specialist, at-risk youth mentor, currently serving as a life coach uh, with Dream and also as on part-time, but um, I'm working full-time as a resource and partnership manager with a company called SEAL, and um, I'm coming here tonight really as a concerned citizen. Uh, without any of the normal things that maybe you would see me come here to speak about um, on occasion, this is actually a little bit more sincere to me. Um, so again, usually I, when I'm here, there's usually like crowds and stuff like that. So I want it to be known like for real, like this is me coming as a concerned citizen. So um, I uh, attend a church in Champaign called TCLM, Touching and Changing Lives Ministries. Pastor Leo Davis, shout out to them. Services are at 12, 13 Hagen Street at 10 a.m., every Sunday, um, and I was fortunate enough to be uh, blessed kind of working in ministry to take in a young man, uh, 21 years old, came and gave his life to Christ uh, about a month or so ago, and I've been fortunate um, to, to be discipling him, or words to say for this arena, like mentoring him in a sense, right? And I've been spending a lot of hours with him, and after talking to him, I asked him if it was okay if I'd come and speak to the council about some of the experiences that I've had, because he also wants to make a change in the community. And I wouldn't bring him here or anything. I'm not going to share his name or anything. But I've been blessed and fortunate to mentor him. And he shared some of his experience with me of what he's experienced in this community. And again, I'm, when you guys usually see me, 
I'm usually here front and center about, you know, gun violence and seeing kids' lives saved and whatever we can do to deter and get resources to community to help people who are being impacted by trauma and other things that are in partaking in the community. Unfortunately, I used to, uh, I had to go through a, a period of my own, you know, impact and trauma recently where from 2020 up to um, last year, I was homeless for about 18 months. And I, me and my daughter went through some things that I would never ever want to experience again or wish upon anyone. So me coming here right now, you know, like it's straight from the heart and I'm shooting at y'all straight from the hip, no pun intended, because this is real dear to me. And this young man revealed to me that he fled from where he lived, upstate Illinois, um, to, to Champaign. He's been living in our community for some months now and he found this ministry and when he found this ministry, he had no support, no one there supporting him. He fled from a traumatic situation without telling all the details. His life was in danger and he had to flee here at 21 by himself and make his own way. 21 years old and he's living out of CU at home. And he's telling me his experiences of what is going on in CU at home. Now, I've been working in the community for a lot of years. A lot of you guys know this. And part of my job doing outreach was connecting individuals to community resources when they're in need. And one of the things that often comes up is homelessness. Now, maybe I, and, and people who watch this, who know me or are my friends on Facebook, please feel free to shoot me a message and educate me, help me. Maybe I've been out of the loop long enough where I don't know what other ways that I can help serve him. And I wanna be a better community citizen to him for someone who's went through something that I can relate to him with what he's going through. And he let me know that on the weekends, see you at home kicks people out, that they, they don't have a place to, to sleep at. He had to fight his way to get in to that program. He let me know that if anything goes wrong, he'll be kicked out and there's a waiting list. He won't be guaranteed. See you at home, thank God for them, was the only organization that took him in that he found refuge in our city in. And he's telling me now, I was a little ignorant, God forgive me. The first weekend he told me he was sleeping in the parks, I thought he was not telling me the truth. I thought there was no way that a, a homeless shelter kicked people out on the weekends. Now, maybe we need to re-term the, the terminology around homeless shelter, or maybe it's just a shelter, a temporary shelter, but I'm in dear, desperate, like, like despair with this young man that I don't see very many other options and alternatives for him. And one of our main options doesn't even give people refuge for an entire week. They only give them an evening and then they're out at seven in the morning or eight in the morning and they come back at eight at night. So these are things that our community members are experiencing. I, feel, I felt like it was my duty. Maybe there's those of you that knew that that's the way that that program operated, and maybe there was those of you that didn't. I felt it was my duty to share. Thank you. God bless. Thank you, Mr. Payne. I think next week, is it next week, that, um, we're, that we will have our meeting on the shelter? Isn't that next week? <laughs> when is the township coming back? I'm looking at the city manager. Are we? I don't, I don't, I mean, I think that you guys have given direction on the shelter okay, stuff. So, it's so not I coming, don't know when. I don't know why I was thinking back. it was coming back next week again for another approval. But um, we last week had a, a meeting on a permanent shelter that is a low barrier shelter. 
Um, okay, so anybody else in the audience? Seeing none, council comment. Councilmember Niguez. Uh, I just wanted to thank uh, Mr. Payne for the work that he does uh, with a lot of the things that we deal with as a city and a community. There's clearly a lot of things that get away from us. There's things that slip through the crack. And I just commend the people who are on the front lines doing the things and finding the people that we may not get to because of all the things that, you know, we're trying to do things on a macro level. And there are things that do get away from us sometimes. So thank you for all your work. And hopefully, you know, we can help as many people as we can with all our efforts. Anyone else? City manager. All right. Mayor, I move we adjourn. Second. All those in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. Opposed, same sign. We are adjourned.